Welcome back to the Real Estate and More Show. I'm your host, Michael Hatfield. Our Thanksgiving show today is a very special show. So accordingly, we have a very special guest. You've all heard his name, his radio, his television shows, a well-known radio host, a financial advisor for more than 30 years, a good friend. I have Pat Fatucci in studio today to share his thoughts on a positive and a grateful mindset. Welcome to the show, Mr. Pat Fatucci. Well, thanks, Michael. I appreciate you having me today. Well, I couldn't think of anybody better to have on to uh, talk about our topic, which is out of the dark and into the light. Let, how do we get people to not feel the gloom that they're feeling all around us? Uh, today, we people aren't getting together. They're just looking at cell phone screens. They're watching television. They're letting uh, the wars all around us uh, bother them instead of living their lives with joy. What do you think? Well, it's it, it's a real challenge to stay positive in this world we live in today. Uh, I would only describe it as pure chaos, and um, we've got we've got two wars going on. We've got in this country uh, some serious issues. Our our uh, government is basically dysfunctional. The two parties can't agree on anything. We've got the crime. We've got inflation, so it's it's pretty difficult to to stay positive. But here we are uh, approaching Thanksgiving, and uh, there's still a lot to be grateful for, despite the top story on the six o'clock news. Michael, as you know, um, we're still the greatest country on the planet. We uh, continue to have prosperity beyond. Um, Beyond belief, when you travel around the globe, we um, continue to, to reflect on our, on our on our bounty, and um, it should be a, a grateful Thanksgiving. We're all blessed with lots of food on the table, and sadly, when you look around the world, uh, there's going to be folks that aren't going to have just basic things like food on the table, heat in our homes. Uh, having the blessing of family and friends around. I mean, this is pretty, pretty um, rich stuff, Michael, as you know. Absolutely. You know, the other evening I was sitting around with uh, our friend, mutual friend Gabe and his lovely wife, Bernadette, and we were talking that people just do not get together anymore, have the family dinner in the evenings or on Sundays, and they... We have youngsters that just spend all of their time into their cell phone, into their emails, into texting, and they're not they're not actually practicing skills of of uh, caring for each other. And I think it's taken its toll. You lose your ability to communicate uh, with others if you're not doing something like that, don't you think? You know, technology is is a wonderful thing, but the the negative is. You're absolutely right. We are disconnected with each other. We don't look at each other in the eye anymore. We got our face buried in our cell phones or in our iPads or, or, or our computers, uh, and we're we're sucking all the data out of out of uh, these systems that we're looking into. And there's so much to to be gained by looking into people's eyes, having a cup of coffee, a glass of wine, or dinner with friends or family and just doing some deep 
deep dives into how they're feeling today. A lot of lonely people out there, Michael. Absolutely. And uh, it's it's I think it's a function of our high tech world that we that we live in, and um, we're way too oversubscribed to our technology bounty that we we've been. Kind of, we've kind of enjoyed it, but I think it's gone too far. And you, you, if you go out to dinner and you see a family of four sitting at a table next to you, and they all have I, uh, iPhones with their face buried in it, they're not looking at each other. They're shoveling the food in without even appearing to taste it. And here we, and then um, they put the phones down. Our rule this year is I'm going to put my foot down. We are hosting Thanksgiving, Michael, and I'm going to insist that everybody park their phone I'm going to pass the basket around and we're going to put it in the next room so no one has the temptation to stick their face in their in their next very important quote unquote email that can certainly wait until they go home that night when I grew up every night my father it was I lived in a modest family um, lower middle class type family and in Richmond of all places. And my dad was a mechanic. Mom was uh, in real estate, but she she was more of a, a social animal than, than most real estate agents today. But he would always come home at 519 and we'd sit down and we would have our dinner and we would talk. We would talk about everything under the sun. I can't tell you how many times that I I would wake up on a Saturday morning and there'd be 10 people that had their sleeping bags. Oh, that's cousin or that's uncle or that's someone there. And then that night they would talk all day long, all night long, and they would interact with one another. We don't have that today. We don't have it. Yeah, the social aspects of our life today is, um, I think I think you and I grew up in, quote, the good old days when, you know, you sat around a dinner table and you shared your day. You cried, you laughed. Um, everybody had a chance to speak up. And I we were one of five. I had two, I had two sisters. And in an Italian family, it's, those who get the attention talk loudest and you talk over your sisters. Mm -hmm. And so it was uh, always an interesting um, dynamic to sit at a table and get your turn to tell your story or share your frustration. Um, sadly, I'm not sure how many people sit at home every night at the dinner table at the same time because you're running, you know, little Bobby off to soccer and little Susie off to dance lessons, and and, and the story goes on and on, and you, you're you're picking up fast food, or or I'll eat at five o'clock and you eat at six o'clock, and so you don't have that 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 opportunity to to share, and it it's um, that's certainly a big negative that goes along with this wonderful lifestyle that we all have, right? I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving because we can sit down and we can talk with one another and share with one another. I think your idea is great. Park those cell phones elsewhere. Come back to them later if you must, if it's a business thing. But do you know, in I keep going back to airplanes. I'm sorry, Pat, but when you teach somebody to fly, you teach them to fly part of the time only using the instruments on the panel. You, so you have a device that goes over your forehead. It's called a hood. 
and you cannot see the uh, horizon outside of the aircraft and your instructor is the one that keeps eyes out for their airplanes and so what you would do as an instructor is you would have them put their eyes closed and head down and you would take and move the airplane through various different attitudes and then all of a sudden okay you've got it and the response is obviously if they try to do by what their body feels by the limited flight attitudes instead of looking at the instruments they would miss it all together and the airplane would have a little bit of a difficulty in recovering in the soonest possible manner well we have five senses and the more of those senses that you can learn something through the better you have understanding of what's being said and then you also have the sixth sense what i like to think is intuition you can't get intuition unless you have inputs from something other than you know text or emails or something of that such so hey how many senses can we take in how many senses can we use to better our life and the lifestyle that we have i no, i think you're right uh, texting and email can be uh, so misunderstood. You get a text and, it's, and it comes off as harsh and maybe the person was trying to be comical about it. And how many times can you misread the intention, that intuitiveness, that, that, that sixth sense, if you will, that it's so easy to misread because it, there's no, it's a very shallow um, message. There's no depth to it. When I look in somebody's eyes and I can see their facial expressions, I can read their their eyes, I can, you know, their whole body language, you understand the words much better. It translates more fully when you take all those other things into account. Yeah, I remember when I first met you, and it's been a lot of years now, and I don't think you really knew how to take my humor until you looked to see that I was, was teasing. But you don't have that through text message or email. You only have it through, you know, hanging out and understanding how a person really is inside. No, I just didn't like you at the time, Michael. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was. Well, you like me now? I, I, you've, you've grown on me in the past, the oh. past 10, or, 10, or, 10, or 12, 10 or 12 years. But it, no, you're right. It's, it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's the a totality of the delivery and a text or an email there it's a it, there's no drilling down and really looking at what the intention is right oh absolutely i i totally agree with with that so this thanksgiving we're we're looking for something different um you don't have to have the perfect family you don't have to have the perfect set of friends is there is there a perfect family out there i'm not sure mm. I don't know. I don't the, think so. The Ozzie and Harriet show was uh, yeah. my my show that I watched. And I thought, gosh, why can't my family be like that? Right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we don't really know how long we're going to be on this earth. And the better positive feelings that we have of hanging out, uh, drinking limoncello, having <laughs> there's a story behind that. Um being together, we don't know how many opportunities that we will have, and we never know the end date. And so when I sit down for my Thanksgiving meal, I'm going to think a lot about other people. I'm going to think more about family, friends, um, people that, that don't have as much, um, and and see what I can do, you know, see what I can do. Yeah, there's... there's um 
there's some something to be said about that. We all we all think, oh, we're going to be around for many more years because we're young or uh, we're healthy, and we all have stories in our life where, sadly, um, young folks, old, older folks, middle-aged folks have some issue and 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 they're no longer with us we're gonna take a short break be right back welcome to the real estate minute with remax expert michael hatfield michael why choose an experienced agent complex issues arise in a home buy or sell your agent guides you through issues in multiple offer situations first-time home buyer needs problems with inspections financing and escrow experienced agents sort and then solve problems do agents work differently now than in prior years buyers used to go to an office thumb through a book see pictures then decide which homes to see nowadays buyers identify properties themselves themselves online so today's agent can focus on more critical priorities. How do you help clients, Michael? We work with investment properties, multiple offers, first-time home buyers, sellers, 1031 tax exchanges, and relocations. Experience is pivotal. Call 925-322-7775 now to schedule an appointment or complimentary home analysis. Call the Michael Hatfield Remax team at 925-322-7775 or go to michaelhatfieldhomes.com. Now, back to our show. And so your message of thankfulness, especially on Thanksgiving, but as we all know, we should not just relegate being thankful to the third Thursday of the month in the month of November. We should be thankful. I mean, I'm, I'm preaching to myself. I'm, I'm listening to myself because we all seem to assume uh, you know, happiness and and uh, prosperity is is something we're entitled to, and we know darn well we're not entitled to it. Well, think about these last few decades. Just think about them and what we've been through, starting out with, um, you know, 9-11. And then we had the uh, shelter in place that uh, everybody was home alone and isolated. My dad always said, he says, you want to make some puppy mean, lock him up and don't feed him. And you're, you'll succeed in making him mean. Well, we have kind of isolated ourselves as humanity um, by digital uh, life that we live and by isolating ourselves we need to sit down and think with others contribute to others lives and be caring in what we do don't you think you know I, I ran a company for many years and I hired these young folks and they're talented they're smart they're really bright uh, but the one thing I always got a kick out of they'd be sitting in cubicles next to each other and they'd be texting or emailing each other, and I'd get a copy of it, and I'd say, wait a minute, why don't you just reach your head around that partition and say, hi, Sarah, hi, Bob, here's my thoughts. And so we hide behind this digital world that we live in, and I think there's some real negative stuff that that's come from it, especially among our young folks who, who are, frankly, they were, they were taught to actually communicate this way. And, um, so I think we have to go back to uh, to the to the days when certainly we enjoy that technology. It's it's wonderful. Life moves at a rapid pace. Business moves at a fast pace. But it's the social interactions, as you're pointing out, uh, is uh, less than 
Uh, well, as a culture, it's like you said right at the beginning, you know, our government is not functional. Uh, we have problems that we never had before. Inflation is off the scale. We were in the olden days. We were much more proficient at doing things. And it things seem now that as a culture, we have less intellect than what we used to. And that's a little bit frightening, especially if you start looking back in history, you know, to the time of the Roman Empire when technology was just crazy. They could do things then that were just absolutely amazing. And then around 400 AD, things started deteriorating and then they lost the culture and they lost how to do the technology that they already knew. It's, it makes you a little fearful to think about um, our culture going in that direction because, you know, we put it into a, um, a situation where uh, people are not being people anymore. Um, you know, artificial intelligence has come along to take our place. Uh, that's kind of a far-fetched, but it's something to think about. It's a fragile balance that I think, whether it's 400 AD or 2023, it's a fragile balance of keeping communication lines open, enjoying people's company, um, learning from each other. We can learn from artificial intelligence and all the level of sophistication that we have today. But until I ask you, how do you feel about this or how do you feel about that? Uh, that's where I think the, really some of the learning can continue. And the full communication just enhances all of our lifestyles, because as you said, you if you lock a dog up and you don't pet him and feed him, anger and all kinds of uh, other negative attributes come out. But um, I think um, we always encourage more communication. I'm not talking about just blah, 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 just talking, but, but actual uh, intercourse of ideas. I think that's hmm. still something we need to, we need to work on. Oh, I do. I, I totally agree with you. We have had the director of uh, City Team in Oakland. City Team is a charitable organization that helps people that no one else really wants to help. They help um, recovering addicts. They help uh, women that have had uh, abuse problems and children. Um, they have these buildings. It, it's one heck of an organization. And this woman that uh, we hope to have on a show, I think it, it it should air just before this segment. I heard about her a long time before I ever was able to meet her because of her, her caring, her giving, her loving ways with helping people that had nowhere to turn, no one to go to. By the way, uh, City Team Ministries, I saw for $2.79, they're providing Thanksgiving meals to the community in Oakland, $2.79. And, you know, you have to, you have to pick up the phone or pick up your computer and donate just a little bit there to, to help out people that, you know, that feel hopeless, that are fearful. They, they have no place to go, you know, and Thanksgiving is coming up and the holidays, probably one of the times of the most dysfunction in any family is during the, during the holidays, because, you know, people just are pent up energy and not talking to one another. And it's time to talk to one another. It's time to care for one another. It's time to be with one another and get back to some of the old school things that, um, that really aren't so bad. It's it's people like like you just described. That's what makes this country so such a wonderful place because uh, 
too many of us, and um, including me, we have our own agenda, and we're busy running here and running there, and we give way too little of our time to people in real in, in real need, and so uh, I'm always trying to challenge myself to do more of that. But and I've I've gotten better over the years, Michael. But I think I've got a long way to go, and and being much more generous with my time and resources. After the Roman Empire fell and, and everything went into the Dark Ages or Middle Ages, it's it's interchangeable, I understand. It was a thousand years before the technology and the improvements in culture and people started working together to make things happen. It took them a thousand years. Well, we don't want to leave that type of legacy. So let's you know do what we can do to help other people help our families help our friends uh in wherever we can and uh take uh, take people out of the dark and into light uh situation i think that's a really nice challenge to present today michael and uh certainly um you and i've talked off air about doing more of the, of the charitable giving certainly we actions have to have to reflect our our uh, words Absolutely. Uh, regards to City Team Ministries, if you go to donate.cityteam.org, you can pull up and donate to that organization right now, if you wish. Or you can wait till after we're done here. Uh, we've got a couple more things to chat about. And one of the things that, Pat, do you, have you been to the Academia Museum in Florence? Where, yes. where the statue, Michelangelo's yes. statue of David is. Do you remember how intense the eyes were? The, you know, they, they were kind of like an Italian eyes, kind of like yours a little <laughs> bit, you know, but <laughs> it was out of the dark and into the light and it was captivating to watch that because the statue at the time was to, pre, to uh, uh, represent out of the dark and into the light and that's essentially what I'm I'm recommending now is that we look for things to take us out of the darkness and get us into the light and um, it's not always that easy to to do but we can start here and we can do what we can do now I think those are all really pertinent points that uh, we all need to kind of uh, digest and um, and convert these words into real actions. Inspiration, mm -hmm. joy, happiness. How do, how do we get it? We get back to being with people, gathering with nice people, great people, caring people, people that, that feel as you do that, you know, hey, we've got to, we gotta gather together as human beings because nobody's gonna get out of this life alive so how do we get the inspiration the joy the happiness how do we get that how do we perpetuate that good positivity to help us with another's perspective i've asked nancy to provide her thoughts nance how do we help others to have joy happiness inspiration and peace in our circle of friends and around us when the whole world seems to be in chaos loneliness sadness and fear well, Michael, first of all, I think what happens is personally, you have to have those emotions or a lot of those emotions just within yourself. And I think part of that is 
your belief system. And for me, that is a big part of who I am. I think if you can go out on a daily basis and smile at people, it's amazing how many people don't acknowledge other people just in their everyday life. So if you smile, the world smiles with you. I think that's probably true. I think trying to just be kind and nice and helpful and just maybe not all consume some days allows you to reach out and do little things for people in your everyday life. Mm. We were talking just earlier about how important it is for people to gather together, to talk to one another, not just bury their heads in digital devices. Uh, I think that's really a big, big deal. It is a big deal because it's important to have conversation with friends, family, strangers even in this day and age. It's nice to uh, talk to others and and that is for sure an important part of what we do. Another um, area where I think gives me joy is and happiness and shares that is resources that I may have that I can um, pass along to others. And some of my favorite places to do that would be City Team Ministry in Oakland. Shepherd's Gate is another one. There's just various charities that I enjoy donating to. Uh, that's a, that's amazing. I sure appreciate uh, your perspective here. And, and also you, Pat, you know, Nance, thanks for coming on for a moment here. And Pat, the same with you. Absolutely, Michael. Well, I think that's, it's a real salient message this year. Uh, just reflecting on all the misery in the world as we watch, watch the news every night. Um, I think we've got a lot to be lot to be thankful for, Michael. Mm-hmm. And you know, thank you for the opportunity to share my thoughts on on this uh, on this Thanksgiving season. Well, it's certainly my my pleasure, uh, Pat. So, with that in mind, thank you for sharing those thoughts on being positive, having an uplifting spirit towards others, and oh yes, for simply being grateful for what we have. Thank you, Mr. Pat Batucci. You've been listening to Real Estate and More, Interesting People, Topics of the Day, and of course, Real Estate. You can listen to archived Real Estate and More shows by going to michaelhatfieldhomes.com forward slash radio. That's michaelhatfieldhomes.com forward slash radio. I'm your host, Michael Hatfield, and I hope you tune in next week. But until then, have a very blessed week. The views and opinions expressed are based on current economic and market conditions and are subject to change. Information on the show provided for illustrator purposes only and does not constitute professional or legal advice. Information from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Michael Hatfield and the Michael Hatfield Remax team have no liability for information discussed on the show. Consult with qualified professionals prior to taking action. We at the Michael Hatfield Remax team enjoy representing our valued clients. If you or someone you know is interested in buying or selling and wishes to schedule a complimentary appointment with the Michael Hatfield Remax team, 
Call us at 925-322-7775. That's 925-322-7775. Or go to our website, michaelhatfieldhomes.com. I'm Michael Hatfield. Thank you for listening today. Join us next Saturday for the next real estate and more when we again sharpen our focus on how's the market. Join us next Saturday and have a wonderful week. Best wishes and blessings to you. DRE 0149 3761.